Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Time Out Podcast. I am your host, CJ, and I am with... The Gaudem Glucose, the Gaudem Goku. There you go. Right, thank you. That's right, the Gaudem Glucose, the Gaudem Goku. What? Did, what does that even mean? What? Yeah. What is that? Okay, I'm, it doesn't I'm the, matter. I'm the sweet hero. If you deep it, the Glucose sweet, and the Goku with the Gaudem. You know? All right, sweet. Right, anyway. It, this 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 so it's been it's been a it's been a very odd it's been a very interesting week in basketball obviously there've been a lot in the uh a lot in the strat nba stratosphere the all-star re- reserves the all-star well they are mm-hmm. reserves aren't they it's reserves yeah it's reserves yes. reserves yeah it's, it's reserves uh, it was a thing that you should call them reserves because you know but they're in the squad but yeah, i don't i don't think you should call them reserves because like you know everyone I mean, there's literally when you look back on it in history, there's no difference between the stars and the reserves. Yeah, no. You got an all-star nod. That's that's it. Uh, there's also talks that Carl Lowry wants out of Philadelphia, uh, wants out of Toronto to go to Philadelphia. Uh, the T Wolves fired their coach. Not a surprise. Who they fired and how? Who they hired and how long it took them to do that? Bit sus. Uh, and also, we've had a lot of talk about Kyrie Irving and him wanting to change the NBA logo. However, instead of having that little talking point at the end, that's going to be the the uh, the uh, topic for this week's Chris Explains. So I'm going to go over wait, the NBA wait. logo. Just really quickly, Kyrie wants to change the NBA logo? Yes. Fam, since I put a block on here in Kyrie News, my life has been so much better. What this? Well, it, it, you know what? I've... After what Draymond said as well, I've tried to be a bit more lenient towards Kyrie. But even then, like this makes fucking sense. Oh no, no, no! And I, I, I respect it, him as a, you know, I'm, I'm going to respect think... him as a player and you know appreciate his mental health. But also, I'm going to respect my own mental health and ignore sometimes what he says. That which is fair, like flat earth stuff. But, Ugh. but what he's yeah, anyway. um. What he's been campaigning for this last couple of weeks has has been a thing that's kind of been going on for a while and i'll explain that later um but we'll go over the week first so on sunday last week davian we had the la lakers versus the brooklyn nets there was no kd uh because the nets are very cautious after a hamstring injury he uh, had against golden state warriors uh which has actually led him to missing the all-star game now uh we'll go over that a little later so Kyrie had 28 points, 8 assists. Harden had 38 points, 11 rebounds, and 7 assists. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George pulled out with 29 points, 34, uh, 34 from Paul George. Uh, this, uh, yeah, so the last possession of this, it was a very good game. Up in, uh, this last possession, uh, Kyrie drove. Uh, and he got an offensive foul on a charge by James Harden. Uh, James Harden took a charge, but okay. everyone's saying it was a flop because there wasn't really much contact in there. Uh, this was like the beginning of the week, so I, can't, I, I haven't seen it in a while. But you know, you know the refs and Harden like they'll take anything that man's selling. hundred so, percent. Not buy anything from. Him. Uh, but yeah, Brooklyn ended up winning that one. That was another another added another one to their streak at that point. New Orleans Pelicans versus Boston. 
the Pelicans uh, come back from 24 and end up uh, beating them in OT. Uh, coming down from 24 points is the highest in team history for the Pelicans. Tatum had 32, Brown had 25, Ingram had 33, and Zion had 28. You had Toronto against Philadelphia. Uh, so th- what's funny about this is before this game, Embiid was uh, saying he was unguardable. Uh, but it, they basically put the clamps on him. I mean, mm-hmm. he scored 25 points, but he was sick. He was he shot 30% from the field. Yeah. Uh, 28, you had 28 points from Simmons, though. He was 9 from 11. Um, you had uh, 17 from someone off the bench. Uh, Boucher. Boucher off the bench for Toronto. 17 off him uh, helped Toronto win the game. Then, later on that day, you had the T-Wolves who fired their coach, Ryan Saunders. We'll go over that a little later. Atlanta versus Denver. Uh, 15 from Jokic. Uh, you had Murray with 30. Young had 35 and 15 assists to help Atlanta win that game. Then we move on to Monday. Lakers ended up waving Quinn Cook. Probably to make way for DeMarcus Cousins, allegedly. We don't know yet. Some things are happening because Houston are supposed to be waving, uh, waving him. I don't know if they have yet or not. Um, but Lakers have waved Quinn Cook, so they, they've got a roster spot open. Do they, though? I thought they, they used should. already. Didn't they sign Damian Jones? I don't Jones? know. I, they might have. They might have. I'll have a look. I'm sure they signed someone. Look? You have a quick... Cause this is on Monday, and with all the talk about DeMarcus Cousins, everyone thought, oh, he's probably making room for DeMarcus Cousins. If they sign someone else in the meantime, then, yeah, then that's gone. LA versus Washington then. Uh, Washington ended up beating LA. Uh, Beal had 33 points. Uh, you had 32 points, nine assists, 14 rebounds from Russell Westbrook. LeBron had 31, and he missed a game-winning free throw. If he had shot that free throw, he they'd surely they wouldn't have gone. They wouldn't they wouldn't have uh, given up that possession. Uh, we, it was a fall for LA this week. They did absolutely terrible this week. Okay, so just to check, Damian Jones signed a ten day contract with the Lakers. A ten day contract with a view to so I think it may be a view to see whether they use him for the rest of the season or whether they do make a move for Cousins. I see that. I see that. Okay. So you got Charlotte versus Utah. Next, Utah set a team record 28 threes in this game. You had 21 points from Lamelo. You had 23 from Demarcus Cousins and 20 from Clarkson. Hayward ended up suffering a right hand injury in this game. Then you had Phoenix versus Portland. Phoenix beat Portland behind Booker's 34. It was a blowout victory. Portland um, had 24 from Damian Lillard. Then we move on to Tuesday where we had the all-star selections. So we saw what was going on there. We'll talk about that. The initial selections, and then we'll talk about, because some people had injuries, so have injuries, so they're getting replaced. Uh, Dallas versus Boston. Dallas ended up beating Boston. This is Boston's second loss in a row. Luca scored a winner, with uh, which left uh, 0.1 seconds left on the shot clock. Tatum had 28. Brown had 29. Luca ended the game with 31 points, 8 assists, 10 rebounds. Celtics were are 
three and were three and seven in their last ten games, and it only got worse as the week went on. I'm pretty sure last night they lost two. No, no, last night they barely won. Brooklyn versus Sacramento next. Harden had a triple-double, 29 points, 14 assists, 11 rebounds. Curry had 21. De'Aaron Fox tried really hard. He had 27 points. Brooklyn then extended their streak to seven. Still no KD. They're managing to pull out wins without KD, which is good. It seems like they're actually gelling somewhat. Yeah, but isn't the issue going to be that they're gelling without KD? And then they're going to to add KD and go back to the exact same issue they had when he was there. Uh, potentially, but the thing is with KD is that he's able, KD can do whatever KD can do, yeah, no matter what. Kyrie and Harden have very specific playing styles. KD has a playing style, but he can fucking do anything. Yeah, I just want to see, I just want to, I just want to go, I just want to see, I hope that you know, because the one thing about the big three is I want to see the best of KD, so I'm hoping that it's not. Because I think, like, even Gordon say, like, sometimes you didn't always see the best of him because he didn't need to. And yeah, I'm a bit like, but the best of him came out in like those playoffs. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, so I guess I have to wait for that. But yeah, oh, we'll see. But they are looking good with the. They are. You had next. You had L.A. Clippers versus Washington. This snapped Washington's seven-game win streak, five-game win streak. Sorry. So at the moment, I think. The East is really hotting up. You had a lot of teams this week, really, really giving it from lower down, really giving it a good shot. So, like, you had like Washington; they're only two games behind. Yeah, Washington are probably about Washington are two games behind eight. Two and a half games. They're two and a half. Yeah, one and a half games. Sorry, they're one and a half games behind eight seeds. Um. You had the, the gap, heat, yeah. The gap between there. the the gap between the first team in the in the East and the tenth team in the East is only seven games. When you compare that to the West, where the gap between the first team and the fourth team, the fifth team is nearly seven game. Oh, the gap between the first team and the fifth team in the West is ten games. At this point, if anyone goes on a run in the East, they can go from anywhere. Well, it's ten wins, but it's uh, seven point five games behind. It's because it's been a dodgy. Yeah, the weird season. But yeah, I think you know, you look at the Celtics. Like they've they had a slump, but they've dropped below the Knicks. So also, the Knicks are still doing well. No, the Knicks have done amazingly well. Well, hold on. Where uh, where are the Knicks right now? They're, uh, fifth. They're fifth. Celtics have gone sixth, but literally with a loss, they'd be out the playoffs right now. Yeah, and with a th- loss, with a loss, they could go down to 10th. Yep. And if Atlanta win, they could possibly go down to well, sorry, with a win, if Washington win, they could possibly go down to 13th, 12th, 13th, 12th. It's, uh, yeah. Yes. Fun stuff for them. Fun fun stuff for Boston. Uh, Yes, so the Brooklyn Sacramento. Then you had the LA Clippers versus Washington. Oh, yeah, I've just been through that. So Washington end up snapping with it. No, LA snap with its five-game winning streak. So a little story about this as well. Uh, So apparently, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, the the Washington Wizards were having a little bit of a a skid. Yeah. No one was really knowing what was going on and stuff. So the little 
a little bit about what goes on behind the scenes of like NBA teams and stuff. And this shows what a great leader Russell Westbrook is and has, shows that he has some leadership and some some great pedigree with him after going to a few uh, playoffs and finals. Is He just, in the locker room, he just went out and asked, every, he just went up and there was a group, they were all together and he just asked as a group, define your role. And everyone went down around each other and defined their roles, their own roles. They just said them out loud, like, what's your role? What like my role is. And apparently that's worked. I mean, they went on a five game winning streak. Like everyone knows where they are and where they stand now. It's like, okay. It's one of those little things where, Oh, if I know that this is what you think you're doing, I can help play into that and stuff. And it yeah. helps the team gel and make it cohesive. Great stuff by Russell Westbrook. Um, but, however, it wasn't enough to beat the LA Clippers, who had Kawhi scoring 32 points and Paul George scoring 30. Then you had Golden State Warriors uh, beating the New York Knicks. Curry had 37 points, seven of them, seven on seven threes. Uh, you had Knicks welcoming back fans for the first time and Julius Randle scoring 25 points after making his being announced for his first All-Star appearance. Then you have Denver versus Portland. You had Jokic with 41 points. They had, Davian, a NBA record low one turnover in this game, in this entire game. Wow. Yeah. In this entire High game. more security, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, but also, can you imagine who being who that one guy who didn't let you play? I'm not first thought. I was like, you, you had the only turnover in the game, fam. <laughs> we could have gone perfect. Stop, stop them, stop them getting a perfect game. Yeah, well, you can always be better. Right. Then you had Atlanta versus Cleveland. Atlanta gave up a wide open dunk for the winner in this game. It was ridiculous. Then you had the NBA All-Star Reserves coming out. Uh, there's some snubs at the time. Uh, some of them have been, I say corrected, but they've been... Because all the people are injured. Yep. But there's still some people that are missing out. And uh, there's some pe- there's some people in the All-Star game that I don't believe should be in there. Uh, right. Wednesday, this is when it was out that Lowry made a trade request possible trade request. He wants to go to Philly, potentially. We'll talk about that a little later. We had Utah versus LA. Now, with AD, this might have been a different case, but Utah dominated LA, which I, yeah. which at that point were then on a four-game losing streak. You had only 19 from LeBron and only two others with 10-plus points. Utah, on the other hand, had six players with 10-plus points. See, the problem with Utah in the past has been that their defense has always been solid. It's never been in question. They have great defense, but it's always been an offensive thing. But Uh with Jordan Clarkson specifically as well, who's coming off the bench for them, he's been fantastic. He's probably in six-man-of-the-year talks uh, without even thinking about it. He's probably six-man-of-the-year. But they've got bench production. They've got starting lineup. Gobert had a few games where he scored 20 points. Like You never saw that from him, really. Uh, right, then you had Charlotte versus Phoenix. Uh, Lamelo scored 20 points. He had 33 from Booker. CP3 had 20 and 10 assists. and But you had Malik Monk coming off uh, from, uh, I think they're off the bench for Charlotte. 29 points. Good stuff. Lamelo's playing really good basketball as well. He's really showing out to be the this year's Rookie of the Year, to be in my, in my mm-hmm. fairness. Then you had Golden State Warriors against Indiana. Curry... 
who was only one from 11 from three. However, he still only had he still had 24 points, and it was enough to beat out uh, the rest of the Indiana, who had 22 from Sabonis and 24 from Brogdon. Golden State Warriors managed to win that one. Then you had OKC and San Antonio Spurs. This was a good game for OKC. I had Van Dort, who had a game winner. He was wide open for the game winner, by the way. Uh, Shea had 42 points, a career high. Patty Mills had a dribble, a double dribble. Patty Mills, one of the most respected oh, veterans. He had a double dribble. So it was near the end. Uh, Patty Mills, it was like dribbling the ball. He double dribbled. He picked up the ball with two hands. Yeah. That's... It's a very That's what we... lax play for a guy who's been a veteran in this league for fucking years. And especially under Greg Popovich. Yeah, but saying that last year, I did see LeBron pick up the ball and walk with it on accident without remembering to dribble. So I guess <laughs> you go on autopilot. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Then you had Atlanta versus Boston, another loss for Boston. You had Gallinari scoring a team record. You had Gallinari scoring a team high thirty-eight points with a team record ten threes, which is interesting considering they have Trey Young on that team, and now Gallinari is the one that has the record for most threes in the game. Young, by the way, had thirty-three in that. They- this was Boston's third straight uh, loss. Oh, Trey Young had an inbound off the back of a NBA, uh, off the back of I think it was Roberts. I can't remember, but no. he just inbounded it and scored. Yeah, that that is so dumb because the most dangerous person on an inbound play is the person inbounding the ball. You don't put, you don't show your back to them. You don't. There's a rule. You don't do that. I don't know why he was doing that. Right. Then we move on to Thursday. You had Brooklyn versus Orlando. This meant that Brooklyn's streak. Um, made it to eight, which is the longest since 06 when they had Jason Kidd. Kyrie Irving had 27 points and nine assists, I want to say. Harden had 20, not 27 points, nine assists, and seven, seven, seven rebounds. Yeah, that's rebounds. Philadelphia versus Dallas. Ben Simmons had 15.7 assists. You had 23 from Droll and 15 from Seth Curry. No one of note from Dallas. Apparently, I didn't give a shit about them. <laughs> LA, LA Clippers versus Memphis. You had Memphis absolutely shutting down Kawhi and Paul George. We both had 17 points and 13. We had 17 and 13 points, respectively. They got the win there. Then you had Denver and Washington. Denver, for the last possession, blew a fast break where there were four on one. And it was like. Score two to tie and score three to win. Right? It was score score two to tie and uh, and if they but they all of them went for a three. They all went outside. All they had to do was pass inside for you know you know the safe two. Yeah. Uh, they want they wanted they wanted the victory. They got they got greedy. I would have when I, I saw that I wondered if that was like a like in my head when I saw that I was like is that just a we're, we're avoiding overtime one way or another. Like a is that is that that's something that comes from your team and says you know what just take the three and if we miss and lose it doesn't really matter that much. I think in those I think in those current time situations you're not really thinking of I don't think they were thinking about the. Uh, in my head, I was like, is that a thing? Or then I watched it back a lot and I'm like, if it was just a general, if it was a play in the middle of a, if it was a play in the middle of the game, I would have been like, I mean that's dumb, but like I I get it. It's like everyone ran to three. I was like. 
Everyone ran to three. Oh, you all believed in this. <laughs> and then they missed. I know. I don't think that, that was such an easy, just nice four, a four on one at that point. If you're a so, coach. I'm not joking. So uh, right here, I've got my little paragraph where I put Denver blow four on one fast break for the game. You had 24 from Jokic, 34 from Murray. Uh, Russell Westbrook had 16, 10 and 10. Bradley Beal had, I'm assuming, 33. I only put three there. And then underneath <laughs> this, I put, oh my God. Because of how <laughs> fucking dumb that fast break was. Yeah. Ridiculous. Then, uh, to round off that, you had Milwaukee versus New Orleans Pelicans. Very interesting matchup because you had Giannis versus Zion, which is very fun to see because they're both yeah. very powerful men in their positions. Um, Lonzo seemed scared to shoot on that last shot. He kept on passing it away. Yeah. Worked he worked out earlier in the game. But... What's weird is that Lonzo's actually doing... was not doing great, but from... Is he 40% from deep? I think this year. Like, he's having... He's decent. He's playing good. Yeah, he's... But he's still a bit inconsistent. But anyway, He'll have Lonzo. some games where he won't do anything like that. Now we're talking about Zion versus Giannis. I just want to... see if I can get this, because I'm... Um... I saw a tweet. I want to know. Oh, well, here we go. Because, you know, my favorite was Skip Bayless. One sec. Let's kind of. Um, well, why, yeah. why are you finding that? I'll just find. So, Zion scored 34 while Giannis had 38. And Milwaukee ended up winning the game. Yeah. So, so here we go. Because I saw this tweet. Because I, I, I obviously, like, you know, we work. I've got time. So, I normally go to watch the highlights. Now, I'll go to Twitter before. Let's see what, you know. I really want to see what the highlight games are before, you know, what people are talking about. And then I saw this tweet. <laughs> I was like, don't know how much. An afterthought. Yeah. An afterthought. I, I, yeah. I was like, I was like, so I was reading that tweet like, firstly, Zion of Giannis is, and then he went, if they were an afterthought, I'm like, <laughs> Isn't he the number one? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> good old NBA. I Andy. mean, you can make an argument that Ingram is the number one option, but also, come on now. <laughs> oh, it was it was the heat average forty. I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> but yeah, um, be losing games more yeah. games than he is. But yeah, I just saw that tweet and I was like, there's like four to five things wrong there. I don't like that. <laughs> but yeah. I love, but I love watching Zion versus Giannis. That's a nice, it's like a, it's like a big, it's like a big man battle. I like that. That's power, so much power. Yeah, it's in one position. In those two moments. people who literally create fear in defenders because <laughs> if you take the wrong step, you're murdered. <laughs> just run at them. Just have them run at each other. That right. LA Lakers <laughs> versus Portland. LA managed to win. So you had 28 from LeBron. LeBron, uh, he, he had 35 from Damian Lillard, who had five threes. Both teams, both teams were on a losing streak. Portland mm-hmm. ended up extending to uh, four, but LA, LA stopped at four. So then you had my favorite game of the week. Yeah, Miami versus Utah Jazz. Butler scored 33 points, eight assists, ten rebounds. They ended up cooling off the Jazz. Donovan Mitchell had 30 points. Uh, this, at the time, had Miami going fifth in the East, um, despite their slow start. Uh, but they're seventh now after the other games that, that played the rest of the rest of the night. Yeah, game behind with the game to play, so it's not really... Yeah. Uh, Drogic also had 26 points. 
uh, I was very happy with this because, you know, Miami won, first of all. They beat a one seed, but not only yeah. that, but it wasn't because Utah were playing bad. Utah were having a good game. It was just Miami were better. Which is That's it. It's kind of what you want to see when... Also, Miami are now uh, seven and three in the last ten games, and they're on a little bit of a win streak, if I'm correct. They've been on a few lately, like they've had a uh, they had a four game winning streak before. They're on a five game winning streak right now. Yeah, well, they are playing a lot better than they were, which is really good to see. Because well, it, at the beginning there was a lot of, uh, you know, COVID protocols. And- yeah. Injuries, you know, Dragic was still well, he seems better now, but he was still suffering a little bit from you know his uh little tear, plantar fascia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that, that's right, sports science bitch. Um, <coughs> yeah, so yeah, I've, as a Miami Heat fan, I am very happy to see this. Uh, then you had Boston who finally won against Indiana, too, which is you know a decent team to win against. Uh, it was a good thing Kemba decided to show up and score 32 points because you only had nine points from Jason Tatum and Brown only had 15 points. Did, so, okay, did you see the um, thing behind the Jason Tatum nine points? So, no. there's, a, there's a basically so NBA 2K tweeted out that, you know, while I'm talking about this, I'll find it. They tweeted out that um, there was like 38, they were like, this weekend, there's 30% off NBA 2K21. Mm-hmm. Then they said, um, <laughs> then they said, however many points Jason Tatum scores in this game, every point he scores is 1% off NBA 2K21 extra. So everyone was like, oh, 25 points. That's like 55% off NBA 2K21. Oh, this is great. And then he scored nine. And everyone was like, you motherfucker. This was the game you chose to have about gaming? You mother. So everyone on Twitter was like, why? <laughs> Why have you done this to us? <laughs> like, it's a conspiracy. 2K. Okay. 2K <laughs> everyone, paid him off. That's the first thing everyone said. They were like, nah. <laughs> I was like, no. He just... <laughs> the timing of it was great as well. Well, it's a good thing Kemper scored 32. He's been getting a lot of shit from Boston fans lately. And, you know, people in general, in all fairness. And he has been playing really badly, but, you know, he managed to pull out this one. So bonus had 24 points. Then you had Golden State Warriors versus Charlotte. Draymond had 19 assists to go along with 11 points and 12 rebounds. Uh, Triple-double. Curry had 29 points. Lamella had 22. Oubre also had 27 points. Then you had LA Clippers versus Memphis. LA managed to get their uh, their revenge. Jean Morant ended up getting ejected. After being very upset about a foul, uh, an uncalled foul call, uh, Kawhi had 30. Paul George only had 13 again, so PG 13. Really living up to that moniker. Uh, two games in a row, scoring 13 points. Then last night, Saturday night, you had Dallas versus Brooklyn. Dallas ended up beating Brooklyn, which means that their win streak just stays at stayed at eight. However, you had no Kyrie or KD. Uh, Harden had 29 points. Porzingis had 18. Luca had 27. Yeah. Cleveland versus Philly. Cavs ended up surviving 42 points from Embiid in OT. 24 points from Ben Simmons. But you had 28 from Sexton, 25 from Garland, and a 14-10 double-double from Jared Allen. Sexland is playing well. Thank you. Sexland is it's 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 coming back. 
Uh, Denver versus OKC, you had Jokic scoring a triple-double. He had 19 points, 12 assists, 11 rebounds. You had 26 from Murray, 20 from uh, uh, MPJ. Then up, uh, they were Denver were up as much as 37 points. Yeah, yeah. Shea only had 13, but they had Baisley, who scored 22 off the bench for them. Not really much. That's like a small a spark for OKC in that game. Utah versus Orlando. You know, the character of a championship team isn't like whether or not they lose. It's how they react after losing. And they bounce back instantly against Orlando behind Donovan Mitchell's 31 points. Uh, Busevic scored 34 for Orlando. Then you had New Orleans Pelicans versus San Antonio Spurs. This is a game where DeMar DeRozan returned. He had 32 points. He was 61% from the field. But you had you had 29 points from Ingram, 23 points from Zion. And that was this week, Davian. Also, um, before that, um, I don't know if it's good news. Karis Levert is almost back. Yeah. He's had his he's had his left kidney carcinoma. But yeah, he, it was announced yesterday. That he should be back within March around the All Star break. Around the All Star break. So yeah, he. I mean, he had a very lucky. I mean, that's part obviously, obviously the Harden trade, and he was quite lucky that the medical showed that he had that issue, so he's been able to go have that surgery. And I think the Pacers could really use him right now. So yeah, they're starting to. They're starting. Yeah, they had a little, really good, pretty good start, and then they've started to. They were playing well, and they've had a little stump, and I feel like he might come back and bring a boost. To get them back into that, yeah. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's a good winning three in a row. Yeah, I'm I'm loving the East this year. Like it's the fact that 14th and the first are set up for about nine games, meaning that you're gonna find game running. You can go to like fourth from it. I mean, I mean, you look at the West. There's a lot less parity, but you know, you've got from 10th. 10th position upwards is looking to Yeah. Play. So, for me, the reason why I'm throwing it is, is that when you look at the Lakers, the Lakers have been able to take their foot completely off the gas. And they know AD's injured. And they've been, like, on a lot of their games, they've yeah, been toasted. They lost, they lost four in a row, and they're still... Yeah. They were, with the Trailblazers, who are currently... What happened with... Not... So, the Washington game, the Lakers played well for the first half of that game, and then completely coasted and lost the game. But they just didn't care. And, like, obviously, they, they beat Portland, but that was a bit of a... Um, I'm not gonna lie. Part of me believes the only reason they beat Portland is because some, because Latan tried to slander LeBron in the media. I feel like that was yeah, enough for him to say. Yeah, not to. Not he doesn't like people who do too much, stick to basketball. He basically told him to shut up and dribble. <laughs> and, and LeBron was like, "Whoa, whoa, one sec. I'll beat them. Give me the mic. Give me the mic. I do my research. I was like, okay, well, okay, but yeah." They've been able to coast, lose a lot of like four games in a row, and then last week they lost about three. They probably lost. What are they? They're five and five in the last ten games, and they're third in the West. You do that in the East, and you probably drop down about four places. Well, in all fairness, you, it's Philadelphia are five and five, but they were well and ahead. Yeah, they they were they were so far ahead. And now they're only now in Brooklyn are only half a game behind. Yeah, and when you compare that to the Brooklyn Walking, Milwaukee, who had a five game losing streak and now on yeah. a four game winning streak and are one and a half games behind them. Yeah. But then, so, then, then you got like the in the, I think with this year, I think because of obviously we know everything like we know what's going on. 
Like, if you're smart, you know that things aren't going to be the normal. you got so many protocols, so much this, so much that, that I'm kind of just, like, sitting back and, like, I'm enjoying the chaos. I'm not going to read too much into anything. I'm not going to read, like, oh, they're first, and, like, because anything can happen. I'm just going to sit back. I'm enjoying the basketball. I'm enjoying the chaos. I'm enjoying the ups and downs. I'm enjoying the surprises, like the Knicks. And then mm-hmm. when teams go on losing streaks, I'm not quantifying it too much. And then they go back on winning runs. I'm like, we'll just see. And then we'll get to the playoffs. And, you know, we'll see what our matchups are looking like. Yep. But yeah, it's... Although this week was fun. And Miami beating Utah was great. That was great. I know. Game. And they're on their way up. They're going to be in the playoffs, which is enough for me. <laughs> and yeah, the thing with the Miami is you don't really care where they end up. Miami's the type of team where if you're the top seeds, you pr- you really hope they do well because you don't want them in the first round. <laughs> like you want Miami to either be out of the playoffs or like near enough you you have to play because a first first eight seed is your first you're playing Miami isn't a first first eight seed. If if I was Brooklyn and I came up against Miami, I'd be shit. I'm screwing it. I'm, I'm pissed. I'm I'm, I'm the last I four games. I can't I can't play defense. And on the last four games Miami of the season, is I'm, defense. On the last four games of the season, I'm trying to like adjust myself so I don't play them. I'm like, yo, how many games can I lose? Can I can I drop down a bit? Can I can I get away from them? Two K yeah, asked, asked me how much I can help shape up. <laughs> I'll help you out. Ah, uh, you know what's funny? Um, so it's like watching those. You know that four one break moment for me. That's why I stopped betting on basketball because it's pissing me off. <laughs> if I was watching that, my first thought was if I was watching that and I bet on. I bet for them to win, and they do that. I'm pissed. If I bet on them to win in overtime, and I'm like, just go to overtime, and they lose. I'm throwing things. It happened so many times in different games. I'm like, I bet on the Wizards to beat Lakers. When I went to sleep, the Lakers were up so much at halftime. I was like, ah, I've lost. Fuck it, I'm going to sleep. I wake up when I've won. I'm like, you motherfucker, what? That's <laughs> why I love basketball. And it's, it's like, like when, when people say basketball is just like a game in the first... In the last quarter, type thing. Nah, it's not. It's a, it's a lie. It's a mind well, game all the way it's, up it's, to the end. The, yeah, I like it's the fourth quarter. Like, we got the MJ things I was watching the other day where he's like, okay, I do the same thing five times. So when it comes to the sixth time, you expect me to do the same thing again. And I, I watched a lot of that, and I'm like, I've seen a lot of players doing that where they're like, especially like LeBron, LeBron will pass, pass, pass. And then by the time you're so excited to pass, it's like, oh, shut. And you're like, you motherfucker, well, you got me. If I remember the last. It was like last year in the bubble, the last, the game six of Boston versus Miami. Up until the four, up until the third end of the third quarter, it was pretty yeah. standard Miami offense. But in the fourth quarter, they just passed yeah. the ball to Bam mm-hmm. and just yeah. let him go. That was it. And that's but, something that Boston were just not yeah. prepared for. So, you know, something that really, you know, something about coaching that really makes me laugh is um, it's how they identify weak spots. In the, so it's really funny watching a team pick out one player and say you're the weak spot. We're just gonna go at whoever got you is getting the ball. <laughs> yeah, whoever offense. It's a yeah, thing. Like, yeah, it's like whoever. it was like was it Lou, was it Lou Will last year? With the, they were like whoever whoever's guarding yeah. him. Yeah, that's your ball. Played, your ball. They played whoever <laughs> offense on Lou Will. Yeah, 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 like doesn't matter. Go go get him. <laughs> go get your bucket. Yeah, go, go attack attack this man right now. That's gonna be that's gonna be fun for Brooklyn in the um in the playoffs. It's what it's what LA <laughs> did in the finals with Tyler and Duncan Robinson. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's, whoever's got them, you got the mismatch. You can't go, <laughs> go, go. Just yeah, it's really go. fun. Right. Yeah, speaking, speaking of coaching, you wait, what are we doing? I can do Chris explains first. We'll go oh. on afterwards. 
Yeah, you get time to relax. You get time. Oh, oh, oh no, I'm all in for this because. <laughs> all right, all right. I, okay, so right. Today's Chris explains is the NBA logo. Right. So, in the last couple of days, Kyrie has been very vocal about changing the NBA lo- logo, saying Black Kings built the league. So to honor that, the he thinks that the late and great Kobe Bryant, uh, and so to honor the late and great Kobe Bryant and the other players who helped build this league, uh, what it is today, we should make him the NBA logo. But who is the logo now? How did we get that logo? Why should we change it? And can we change it? That's what hopefully we'll all be able to answer at the at the end of what I've wrote down here, Chris explains. So let's start with who is the logo. It, it's Jerry West. The league won't officially tell you it is, but it is. Jerry West is a Hall of Famer, championship winner, winner of one league regular season MVP, and also the only finals MVP to go to the losing team. He's on the list of the top 50 basketball players ever, and for sure, one of the best basketball players of that era. The era where the NBA was just starting out. And in 1971, in the middle of his career, the logo was created to celebrate the 25th anniversary of the league. Back then, basketball wasn't just one league. There was also the ABA. So the NBA commissioner at the time, Jay Walter Kennedy, wanted the NBA to stand out as neither league actually had an official logo or at least nothing that really stood out for too long. Kennedy wanted something recognisable for his brand. And that matters because, I mean, how often do you subscribe to it like a YouTube channel that doesn't have a picture? You don't you, you don't really do that, do you? But if they've got a picture, it doesn't matter how shit it is. You know, it's recognisable. Something. Brands. We know brands. So I wanted a brand. So Commissioner Kennedy went to Alan Siegel to develop a logo. Alan went very simplistic and went through uh, photos of leagues, the league's top players. He went through Russell, Russell, uh, uh, Bill Russell. He went through Wilt Chamberlain. He, he went through Elgin Baylor, those guys. But ultimately, he ended up with a photo of Jerry West and actually took that photo and created a silhouette of him. Uh, it wasn't direct trace, but it was Jerry. Uh, in fact, here it is. That's it. So you can kind of you can kind of tell it is here. That's the silhouette he used. It's kind of like in the same vein. Obviously, it's not a direct tracing, like it said, like he said. Um, but it it's there. You could tell that's Jerry West. So, uh, yeah. Alan Siegel said himself, "It's Jerry West." <laughs> he created the logo. It's Jerry West. But like I said in the beginning, the NBA won't officially tell you it is. Why? Why why won't they do that? Well, because if they did, they would have to give Jerry a cut of money every time they used it. I mean, look at where it is. It's everywhere. Jerseys, balls, backboards, courts, TV broadcasts. Any little bit of merchandise to do with the NBA, it, it, it's there. That sum would be astronomical. Just 1% of that money would be in the millions. So why doesn't, like, 
Jerry West just sue them. Uh, why doesn't he just get that money? Well, you know, Jerry West is a very humble and introverted guy. He's, he feels like he's rich enough and he doesn't really care about money. He said it brings him unwanted. In fact, he says it brings him unwanted attention and that it feels like it's put a spotlight on himself and his career that he doesn't want. He doesn't want to be singled out when there was other great players in that in that league. In a, in fact, in April 2017, Jerry West was on record saying he 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 is flat out embarrassed and wish they'd make the logo someone else. Even going as far to say that the NBA should be embarrassed too. It should be said though that he does consider it uh, an honor to be chosen as that logo, right? So Kyrie wants Kobe, and I'll show you that image right now. That's that's kind of what I want. You got the normal NBA logo on the left. You got that picture that he tweeted, uh, that Kyrie tweeted of Kobe on top of it, and to the right of that, you got what it looked like silhouetted. I mean, it's not perfect, but I mean. The one on the left was just drawn over like a little tracing kind of... We could, we could do that again. Do that again. Make Kobe fit in there. It'd be great. Like, so Kyrie wants Kobe, like I'm sure a lot of people uh, do after his tragic passion passing. But this kind of debate has gone on for years. This isn't the first time this has been mentioned. Uh, in fact, when Kobe passed away, this kind of thing was mentioned by a lot of the YouTube NBA uh, community. Um, And in fact, Jerry West himself has been on record saying that it should be Michael Jordan. Could you, could you imagine the iconic Jumpman logo, Jumpman as the NBA logo? In fact, don't, don't imagine it. Don't imagine it. I've got a picture right here, bottom, bottom right there. That's what it looked like. That's what it looked like. Okay. they, They can't, they can't really, use that because there's a lot of legal issues with that. But as you can see there, there's other Im- iconic images of MJ they can use. Another angle of the dunk, like the final game winning shot against Utah, the shrug, absolutely nothing while he was on the Washington Wizards. We don't want that. We forget about that. But uh, they have millions and millions of images taken of MJ. They, he's considered the GOAT. Why not? Okay, what what about LeBron? He's one of the most dominant forces in the league for the last era. Why not Steph Curry? He's basically changed how the league plays. Kyrie is right. Black Kings built this league. It's a league predominantly occupied by black people for almost its entirety and should be a leading force when it comes to equal treatment and movements like the Black Lives Matter. They've the NBA has almost been integral to civil rights movements. You got players like Bill Russell, who I explained in a few episodes ago, helping with that. So at the bare minimum, the logo does need to change and it should be a black player. Having it on a Kobe would just be a cherry on top and a great sentiment. His wife, Vanessa Bryant, has said she's okay with it. Maybe the NBA should just look to make a deal. Maybe having those royalties instead go to charities like Black Lives Matter. Either way, it's pretty much universally agreed. And even the logo himself thinks it's time for a change. And that has been Chris Explains. I forgot to take that off.
There we go. That's been Chris Explains. So, Davian, who's not here, he's left. Great. So, yeah. The NBA logo should definitely change, I think. I mean, the mo Kyrie's sentiments were mostly based on that premise of it should be a black male. I can't imagine it really being a current player. So, like, Steph Curry, maybe not. Maybe LeBron. Like, I know he's playing right now, but he's LeBron. Uh, Michael Jordan, certainly, in the running for that. I can't imagine him being an old player, uh, a, a really old player like Bill Russell or Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, Magic, maybe not so much considering how his career ended. Same with Karl Malone. We won't talk about why. <coughs> Kobe, I don't see a problem with it being Kobe. It'd be a great way and Vanessa Bryant's okay with it. It's, not, it's the money aspect that really needs to get sorted out. Because royalties and the NBA logo and maybe if they changed it and just didn't admit that it was Kobe, but it's clearly Kobe. We don't know. No one will talk about it, but just accept it. Move on. So, Davian, how do you feel about changing the NBA logo? You know damn well. <laughs> I have been here for about seven minutes. I had a NAS issue. NAS issue? Yes. Okay, but how do you feel about the NBA logo? But uh, in terms of changing logo, um, I know it's something we've talked about for years. I, I don't know. I'm used, It's one of the logos. One of the things that I've never really thought about that much, and obviously. Yeah, but the thing is, but, if they made it uh, a player, and yeah. also it should represent most of the league. And let's be honest, basketball is predominantly black. Yeah, I think I think I would be fully down for changing the um, the logo a bit. I think it'd be nice if you made think... it a player. If you made it a player that was very popular nowadays, like a Michael Jordan, like a Kobe, it would be yeah. one of the most recognizable and favorite logos. Like, who the yeah. fuck is that guy on the MLB thing? I don't know. What what's the NFL logo? It's like a shield and shit, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah, it's. I don't know. I, I, I think Jimmy Parker has a. Does he even have a logo? It does, but I think it's just like ML. It's like the letters, I think. I oh. one of them, but none of these lo normally these logos don't have the MLS soccer logo is a shield that says MLS in the top right and then the bottom right of it's white. It's actually disgusting. It's actually the worst look. But yeah, um, in terms of um changing the logo, I think someone like Kobe, I, I actually agree with it. Like I think it'd be a good way to honor someone, especially someone who's done so much in the league, I think. Obviously, there's no way of there's no way of pleasing everyone. There's no way of like you know. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm literally. I don't think there's anyone who doesn't who wouldn't just accept Kobe being. But I think if you, I think we, we all accept it. Literally, just the money issue. It's literally yeah, the royalties from it. But then I think in that way, that would actually be okay. In my way, like if obviously you know, if you're looking at like looking after the families and all that, I think in that way, like I think. It's a good thing, and it would probably be one of them where, but obviously, it's always going to be a business decision, and they're very lucky that even you go, you can call someone the logo Jerry West, and yeah, sorry, you heard what I could hear right here, that was mad, but yeah, um, in terms of 
in terms of you know that it's the business issue you know obviously currently they've been very lucky to get away with the fact that you know they just escaped that pain of royalties for you know the character likeness but i think i i you know i'm, I'm saying that i want i'd want kobe as a logo i think that'd be like you said it's representative of the league it's kind of the idea for it, it looks pretty cool as well I'd, I'd love like Kobe. I, yeah, I, I think, think at the bare minimum, it needs to be a black player. It needs to change and it needs to be a black player. The guy who is the logo doesn't even want to be the logo. He's yeah. never that's, I think for me, logo. that's the thing. That's the thing for me where it's like, but I've heard so many. I've heard from the NBA, he isn't the logo. Yeah, no, no. Like, it's like, fam, I've heard literally a nickname of the logo. There. Like, like yeah, it every, it's known, it's known, but it's like, it's like, a, it's like an under the table thing. Like, no, no, he's not the logo. That's Raleigh, and it's not even an under under the table. Thing. <laughs> like it's, it's it's literally going. It's literally someone saying the sky is blue, and they them going, no, it isn't. Yes, yeah, it is. Look, it is. Yeah, it's oh, um, it isn't. When the when the guy who is the logo says, "I'm the logo," I am the logo. I don't want to be the logo, but I'm, I'm, I am the, the logo. logo. Said it's Jerry yeah, West. It's it's well he known, and I think what he did, he took a silhouette of Jerry West, yeah, and drew it. Yeah, I think um, I think it, a change would be good. I think for me, honestly, for me, honestly, the being a black player thing actually doesn't affect me that much in terms of. But I can see how that would for others, and I think, but I think, I think Man Man considering everything that's happening, yeah, I think Monday's and logo making that change, and then if you do that, and then you know, happen, and it happens to be a black person as well that is that logo, and that is your that is your standard. For the, and you know the athleticism that we show, like I feel like everybody's a player where you know that logo actually matters. It means something. That's people train their whole life to get to you know the NBA. I feel like if you modernize that logo and that logo is something that you know it is someone, and if it's a silhouette of Kobe or whatever, and that that just adds another layer to it. And I think it's something I'd like to see. And if they're gonna do it, then you know now is probably the right time to look at that, make that change. It is. But yeah, cool. That was that was that was it. There wasn't really much history. Also, I'd like to I'd like to give you a I'd like to give you a thirty second update of what you missed. Um, so Nas dropped me off some food. Oh, T offered him a hug. So Nas chased him through my yard. Then I was coming back to the podcast, and Nas picked up a knife and chased T through the yard. I bought a knife, not a sharp one. But then he ran outside, remembered where he is, and remembered that he's in a very um. He's in the area of this, yeah. Um, yeah. So then he kind of tried to put the thing down, and then he also tried to buy the car that's on the drive, and then then he left. I, it was a lot. It was a lot. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh, I felt emotional. Right. Anyway, to back to basketball. Can I make NASA logo? Let's <laughs> make that mate. Hashtag make NASA logo. NBA stands for Nassim. Brings basketball brings. <laughs> ailments uh right so in other news this week we had the all-star reserves being picked right mm-hmm. so i have a peak cheer great come on right here i yeah these are our all-star reserves damien so we from the west you had ad paul george rudy gobert damian Lillard, donovan mitchell cp3 zion uh, for the East, you had Jalen Brown, James Harden, Zach Levine, Julius Randle, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, and Nikola Vucevic. Uh, obviously, with AD going out, he got replaced by Devin Booker, uh, who was toted to be one of the snubs, and yeah. rightfully so. 
he he deserves to be on there probably more than I'd say CP3, who's on his own team. David, although uh, CP3 is such a huge thing, he's been David De- Devin Book has arguably been the best player. Um, mm-hmm. On the East, uh, you uh, for a starter, uh, Kevin Durant, who is a captain. The captain. Uh, So Mm -hmm. that means Jason Tatum has been promoted to all-star starter. And he got replaced by Sabonis, who was also another snub there. Uh, Which begs the question, now that we have all of our all-stars, I'll get just a list of them right here. All of our all-stars, plus Booker and Sabonis. Who's the new captain? I don't know, actually. uh, On the East, it'll probably be Giannis. Again, Aww. It, yeah, it'd probably be Giannis. What it, uh, I don't know who's the leading vote yet. It might be Steph, actually. Is it leading vote for the East or it's, um, I, can't, I don't know. It'd probably be it'd probably be Giannis. It's probably be Giannis because he's the top up there. Yeah, he's the top up there. <clears throat> Or is it because I don't know? Right. So, uh, right. So let's talk. Let's 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 be positive for now. We've got a few first-time all-stars. So we got uh, Devin Booker, obviously. Manage. Oh wait, no, Devin Booker and Sabonis are in here. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Right. So you got Devin Booker making his first first all-star appearance. You've got Zach Levine making his first all-star appearance. Julius Randle. And Zion Williamson all making their first All-Star appearance. Deserved? Um, yeah, I think so. I think, not- uh, yeah. They're, they're in teams that have been playing ridiculously well, like really well, above above and beyond what we expected them. Uh, you know, Devin Booker, Phoenix, playing really good. They're a top four in the league. I think they're fourth, maybe. But they're, they're in the contention in the West. You have Levine from Chicago, who are in the playoffs. You've got um, Zion, the Pelicans. They're not doing well, but he's Zion, so obviously he's going to get in there. He's played really well this season. Uh, Ingram is arguably... So, at least, you know, for for a guy who's second best on his team, um, Skip Bayless, he managed to get an all-star nod. So, (laughs) I think... I'm really happy for Julius Randle. That's what I was going to say. Julius Randle, yeah, whose Knicks team have been playing really well. Yeah, it? like he deserves it. That's a real big. I think he's one of them where I look at it and go, okay, that thing. Like for some people, you know, you kind of do this over and over again. For Julius Randle, I think he's really earned deserved and worked his way there. Yeah. To this honor. So, yeah, I'm glad for him. Cool. So, yeah, had those guys, but are there any more snubs? Do you... Okay. Okay. I'll do this with you. Uh, right. You can if you if there's any snubs for you, you have you know if you if you put one in, you're gonna have to take one out. Take one out, yeah. Um, I feel like we both want we both know who we're taking out. I <laughs> put one, put a person in because there's a, you know I've, I've I made a list earlier in the week of snubs, and obviously Booker and Sabonis were at the top of my list. Yeah, so the thing is for me now they're on. Now they're on. So there. For me, every time I've looked at this list, Booker was my first person. I was like, how is he not in the thing? But, he had more vote in a lot of cases. He had more votes than CP3. I think it was just fan voting that really got him done. But, I don't know. Look, I don't think, wait. 
It's something like um, Stockholm is really high up there. <clears throat> Western Conference. No, so in the um, fan votes, Devin Booker was fifth with 615,000 votes. Chris Paul was seventh with 391,000. Oh, oh, there you go. It was just the other way around then. Yeah. <laughs> Fans voted with Devin Booker. The, I think it was other side. players. I think it was other players. Which makes sense, I guess, because Chris Paul's a bit. And I think he will, you know, get more votes. But yeah, um, you know, because you go first. Because, I'm... yeah. I'm trying to find... <clears throat> right, so I've got two in mind. Uh, considering the guy that I want to take out, I'd probably put in Trey Young because he's missing. Yeah. Um, I take out Vucevic. By the way, wait, who are the starters again? Giannis, Bradley Beal, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Nikola Jokic. Oh, Kyrie. Yeah. I'm trying to look at the guards. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, I, I have no problem with them. I mean, Luke, Lucas said himself that he thinks that Damian Lillard probably should have got the starter nod instead of him, but he's got a lot of Eastern Europe. He's got a lot of European votes. Yeah, that's probably not going to lie. Why Vucevic managed to make it into the All Star game? Yeah, I, but then again, you you'd you'd make an argument. I think Bradley Beal's an all-star. I don't think he deserved the starter nod, but I think it's because he's been so good on a team. Yeah, the narrative. He was scoring huge points on losses. <laughs> the, narrative, the narrative that okay, was going I've got, with so Chris, I've got a question. So, if we're taking someone out, is it Nikola Vucevic from both of us? Yeah, I said... Is he first one out? Yeah, I told you. Yeah. I picked Vucevic. He's, fuck, it, fuck him. I don't, I don't want to. <laughs> No, he's a Fuck great player. He's a, he's a great player. He, he, you know, like I'd probably say he was a bit of a. Snob. I'll be honest. I was scrolling thought... down the whole of the. I was looking down the whole of the list. Like, I was like, who do I take out? And then I went. I got to near the end. I'm like, oh, you. Vucevic. I take out Vucevic. But also. But also. Uh. <laughs> so I'd probably replace him with Trey Young if I had to stick to the same conference. If, however, if I didn't, <clears throat> I'd put in uh, probably the guy who's probably got the title of the best player in the league without having an all-star appearance, and that's Mike Connolly. Hmm. Never had an all-star appearance. Never. Uh, he, he probably deserves one. He's been playing really well for the Utah Jazz. Um who else have I got here? Yeah, I've got Devin Sabonis, but they're all in it. Connolly, Young, yep. DeMar DeRozan is another one as well. He's been injured. He's yeah. recently come back. How much was he? He was playing really well at the uh, uh, basketball record, DeMar DeRozan. Um, he's playing really well at the start of this year. He went off to a hot start. And then he got injured. Like, this, this, this season... He's averaging 20 and seven assists. Mm. He's scoring, I think, what might be a career high in field goal percentage. Where is he? Field goal percentage. Okay, no, he scored better last year. But he's nearly 50% from the field. Uh, and it is it, uh, the second highest three-point percentage. And he's... Nice. Yeah. He, 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 DeMar DeRozan is... Doing bits. 
Because you, do you think the All Star voting system works? Um. Well, it's less broken than it was. Okay, because like it's only because. So I'm looking through because there's no one I really think. I don't think, and because obviously they've made it, and obviously whatever. And there's no one I'm like looking at as a Canadian stub. But I was just going through the um the votes for this thing, the final tally, and I'm like. <laughs> I was looking to find that obviously Chris Paul got 391,000, but then was voting in ahead of Devin Booker, who got 615. Alex Caruso was eighth in guards voting and got 330,000 votes. Was that fan Clay- voting though? Yeah, and then Clay Thompson well, that, got. That's because it used to be simply van- fan voting, wasn't oh. it, at one point? It used to be so, simply yeah. fan voting. But then because fans decide, because fans are fans, and you had that that thing with Zaza Pachulia. Yeah. Almost becoming an all-star starter uh, when he was averaging like fucking half a minute a game. It was half a minute and one Kawhi injury, but yeah. Um... Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah. Is there, <laughs> so because I saw Clay Thompson voting ninth in the fan vote, and I'm like, you guys are just yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's the thing. People wasting their votes, uh, and. To go, it could go to better players like Devin Booker or Sabonis. Or... Okay, so but from looking at this, if obviously because Katie's not there, it will be honest. It will cause it will be Giannis or Embiid, depending on how that works. If it's purely on fan votes, it's Giannis. But them two are close; they both in the four mil. I'd like to see Embiid versus LeBron. That'd be a nice. It'd be a change, you know. Yeah. We've had like three Giannis years in a row where it's been. Giannis. We wish you had Steph, LeBron. Seth LeBron, LeBron Giannis, LeBron Giannis, like, but yeah, um, I don't know, I think, I mean, obviously, injuries have changed it a bit, but like, I did think Nevin Booker deserved an all-star appearance outright without even, I don't think he needed an injury to get in, I thought that was a bit unfair, um, but yeah, like I said, like, yeah. like I said last week, the all-star game was like, it's just, it's here, isn't it? <laughs> like, here. It's that not the only thing that's here, Davian. Uh, here's the rest of how the weekend and how that's gonna how that's gonna go next week. You got the skills challenge and the three point challenge on at before, and then, just okay. before yep. at six uh, at Eastern time, and then you have the seventieth All Star game and the stand on contest at halftime. Do we do we know who the entrance? Do we have entrance? All I've heard is people saying they're not doing it. <laughs> like I've heard more people opt out than opt in. I can have a look. It's next week, so you'd think that they'd have people for it. Yeah. Okay. I'll have a look. Slam Dunk twenty twenty one. No, nope, that's the that's the rock festival. <laughs> NBA. Okay. Um. Obi Topin's in it. Who? Who? Nick. The Nick Rookie. That's about what I've got so far. Oh, I'll be topping, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's not going to be great, is it? It's not going to be great. Literally. So, Zion Willisman is thinking about participating. Well, he's there anyway, so. Yeah. Um, Zach, Zach Levine is not doing it. No, nah, he said outright that he's not going to do it. He's just uh, not doing it. Zion said never say never. And Obi Toppin is confirmed. So 
Obi Toppin might be the only winner of the slam dunk contest to win just because he was the only one who fucking showed up. Imagine he just goes in there like it's Obi Toppin, one handed dunk, six, but he's won anyways. Anyone who wants to do it, he fucking misses. He does a layup instead. <laughs> if last dunk is just a three pointer, because can't. Be I honest. could win the slam dunk contest. <laughs> Uh, but also, you have the taco skills challenge and your three-point mm. contest. The three-point contest, though, yes. And you know, that is, that's, I that's a five. I can, I can see people more joining in the three-point contest more. Yeah, I mean, you got to have what? I think I think you got to have Duncan No, they should have done. You're not okay. you got to uh, have Duncan Robinson. No, so here's, here's what I think they should have done. JJ Reddick. And for once, I think they should have gone the other way. We should have accepted that this year was just dog shit. We should have had the three-point contest. Ben Simmons. Yeah, we should have a three-point contest with everyone who can't shoot threes. That's what a, that's a real three-point contest right there. Dwight Howard, get him in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, Damien Lillard's in the three-point contest. Oh, okay. Um, okay, if you, how many people are allowed in there? Five, seven? I don't remember how many. Uh, I think it's more seven. <laughs> They've had more lately. Like it used to be only like a few. How many participants? One sec. Uh, do, 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 do. Um, it, it is five, six, it's nine. Last nine. year there were nine people. How, how many? Okay, who would you pick to be in that? Because I'd 100% had have Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, JJ Reddick, Damian Lillard. Steph Curry, so that's five of mine. If Duncan uh, Robinson isn't in the three-point contest, I'm right in. in or my at room. least get I'm not passed. leaving the house. But oh, if he says no, that's different. But if he's not suggested after he is just marksman-like, he, American, he is sniper. American sniper. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I guess I don't know how they do it because for me, I would go down the highest. Who won last year? Um, last year it was Devin Booker. Oh, so he might do it again. Wait, let me check. No, 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 no. It was Buddy Heald. Oh. Buddy Heald beat Devin Booker in the finals. It was... Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. But last I last year's lineup was Davis Bertans, Devin Booker, Devontae Graham, Joe Harris, Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Duncan Robinson, and Trey Young. Trey Young might do it, yeah. I Maybe. I mean... To be honest, uh, I think for me, the three-point contest is... Some, I'm more excited than that than the game. I think we're contesting. You can kind of come, do your thing quickly, yeah. shot, shoot, and then get out. Like it's not. I mean, you've also, you've also got the skills challenge. I mean, Bam won it last year. I think. Yeah, yeah, because um, I think I'm pretty sure he won last year because that was when um, did he? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he won. He did that, or he got to the finals. I'm sure. I'm, I think he did win because I remember there was a big thing about the um, the Heat winning big in the. Yeah, bad one. Yeah, because they won that, and Derek Jones Jr. won the slam dunk contest last year. However, <laughs> I don't see him doing it again. Did he win though? Yes, he did. But did he win though? Officially, yeah. Oh, yeah, officially, yeah. But did, or did or did or did Dwayne Wayne say Miami all the way? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I was, I was so biased, but I loved it. It was like... It's a, a meme. Every meme of Dwayne Wade that weekend was hilarious. <laughs> the one of him looking confused. That's great. Love it. Just love it. 
Yeah, um, I'm interested. I'm interested in lineup. They've got seven days. To, so far, they've announced Damien Lillard and Obi Toppin, so we'll see. Yay. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm right. assuming more gets announced. And then on Sunday, you have the game, and this is the format of the game. So, the 2021 NBA All-Star game will have the same competitive format as 2022. The two NBA All-Star teams will compete to win each quarter of their respective benefa- beneficiaries. Uh, each of the first three quarters will begin with a score of nothing-nothing and will last 12 minutes. The winner of each 12-minute quarter, first, second, and third, will be the team that scores the most points within that quarter. The okay. fourth quarter will be untimed, and the teams will play to a final target score, meaning that the game will end with a made basket or a made free throw instead of with the shot running shot the clock running out. But wait, the final score, uh, yeah, the final score will be determined by taking the leading team's total cumulative cumulative score through three quarters and adding 24 points. The 24 represented Kobe Bryant's jersey number. The first team to reach or surpass the final target score will win the NBA All-Star game. So it's the same as last year. And also you got the charities. So it kind of makes me feel like LeBron might care a little bit about it. Um, Yeah, maybe. We'll see. But either way, it's going to a charity. So why should you care? I mean, well, uh, yeah, I don't. Well, anyway, that was one of my favorite things about last year. So one of my, one of my favorite things about last year was um, it was the idea that they were like, can we play harder because we're winning money for charity? But also stopping money for charity. I don't care. Block. I was like, yeah, fuck it, man. Yeah, there we go. There we go. There it is. But yeah, um, I want the whole gif of him looking confused. <laughs> but um, I, I mean, I like this all star format. I think if that's what they're going to go with for the re- like, it was a thing for last year, obviously, because of the Kobe. But if that is the thing they're going to carry on with, then I'm okay with it. I think we can. Um, it gives it's for it makes it for charity, which makes it you know nice thing. I like the fact that each quarter is different, so you're not you know ten quarters off. You can actually just you know it's a different it's a different format of the game. Um, but yeah, I think this is what they're gonna go with. At least you know, at least it's something different. At least it's something you know. Yep. I I think the fourth quarter well, last year it was I think eighty one on the three throws where he missed the he missed the first three throw on purpose just to give him like. Extra pressure to win the game. Yeah, but yeah. Get, um, get but yeah, I think. Oh, sorry. There we go. <laughs> but yeah, um, so yeah, I think it's a good idea. I think, honestly, I think at this point, if you're okay, everything's happening one day. It's not an all-star weekend. I think if we, at this point it's happening, obviously we know defense isn't going to be played that hard. But I think I these guys could still have fun with it. Yeah, I think this is a little bit of fun with it. I know that like some people like LeBron aren't gonna want, but like I feel like if it's your first All Star game or at least he tries to make you know tries to make a moment, so you know we'll see what happens. I think it will still be a fun because it's all compressed. It's gonna be a fun watch because everything's happening at once, so you don't have to like it's like skill challenge, three point game, dunk contest, second half of the game, we're done, and then we move on. I think that's probably the easiest way to do it. I feel like they. Yeah, it's gonna be one of them. I think the game itself might not be that interesting. I think <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if one team take one first quarter off, the other team take second quarter off, and like, okay, we, we split that bit. And then 
Try and make the scores even. Yeah, and then we'll see. <laughs> we'll see the fourth because obviously, isn't it like? Because obviously, the fourth one is just two a score. So I guess at some point, I'm guaranteeing that like some of these scores are gonna be like 50, 64 because managers gonna be shooting everywhere. <laughs> just taking threes. Yeah. Right. Other than that, we the uh, another interesting uh, thing happening this week was you had T Wolves firing Ryan Saunders. Not a surprise. T Wolves are the worst team this league this season, uh, and they hire Toronto assistant Chris Finch almost instantly. Yeah. No backstory to this. So obviously the T Wolves had the worst injury, which is down to like worst record, which is usually you know down to some injuries. You know D'Lo and Cat. Have only played five games together since Dilo was traded over. Wow. Because of injuries. Yeah, five oh. whole games. Yeah. Uh but it was a bit of a quick hire. Like it was almost instantly announced. So there's been a lot put into question about this. Yeah. Like there's literally a guy on the bench, um, David Vanterpool, uh, who's worked with the Portland Trailblazers, uh he, Damian Lillard and McCollum, like within their own system. Like why? Why didn't you just use him? Yeah, he's there. Use him. Chris Finch is from outside. However, it is worth noting that the the GM was going to hire Chris Finch in 2019, but decided okay. to make Ryan Saunders the the head coach. Uh, Ryan Saunders is the son of the late uh, great Flip Saunders, who coached the T Wolves during their KG years. So a very highly respected coach in that organization. Um, yeah. So people are putting into question about why they didn't do that. Why Why did they do this? Why did they hire Chris Finch so instantly? Why was it so quick? Why didn't they just go for someone within that, within their bubble, as it were? Uh, so you got Damian Lillard and McCollum talking about that. You had Stephen A uh, talking about well, this is probably just another case of white privilege, I assume, is what he talked about. I haven't actually said what he talked about, but he's been saying that a lot lately. And sometimes, you know what, it, it's kind of right. Yeah. Uh, in this case, it's hard to disagree. Uh, but there is a backstory to it, so I can kind of get it. The GM himself is of uh, Hispanic, so he's the minority himself. But still, it doesn't send a good message. No, no. It doesn't send a good message, uh, especially to the people in that organization and to, you know, David Vanterpool, who's there. He's worked with this team. And you just hire a guy straight away without even... He didn't even he didn't even get an interview. There was no interviews. It was just hired straight away. That's how quick it was. Wow, yeah. Because then, then at least you have you have him going in and you can tell him... Well, this is why we didn't fight. This is why we didn't hire you because we think you could have done better explaining how you wanted to do this with the team. Blah blah blah. blah, blah. No, chances to improve. So later on down the down the line, if this hiring doesn't work out, or if he wants to go somewhere yeah. else, he knows you know I can do better in this aspect and this aspect. But he wasn't even given an interview. No one was given an interview. It was just they just hired Chris Finch. That's it. Dumb. Yeah, um, it's one of the, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it's one of them, but you know that clearly this is something that, like you can't deny that it's something that was already planned, already had in mind, and you know that switch has been made. I've seen a lot of backlash. I've seen a couple back like backlash about it. I think 
I don't even want to go to the white privilege stuff because for me, I'm like, that's like, it is what it is. And I don't think it's, it's like, hard to not talk about it though. No, no, it's not as we're saying, but I, that's the thing. Like, I feel like everyone's going to go through that, that, that lane. I think she's one of the things that is tough. And I think when you look at it, it's like, it's one of those things where things sometimes don't add up. And it's like, why? Like, uh, but one of the great things about basketball has been that I've read, especially in the last year, especially since Corona's happened, it's been the instant call out of these things. So it's been like, that's weird. Call it out straight away. And now we here, we can talk about it, question it, and say, why is this happening? I think as an isolated incident, it's probably not an issue. It's one of the things where, like you said, you already had him in mind for a hiring. You know, there's other things behind it, you know. Those conversations probably happened a couple of weeks ago. Like, it's not like a new thing that the Timberwolves have been doing bad. So, these conversations will probably happen, then they make a switch and they know what they want to do. So, isolated, it's fine. Like, you can write that one off as, you know, it was a business decision, they knew what they were doing. Where, obviously, if you look at it in a hole and you're like, it's the process, like, you've got to give people the chance to at least apply, learn, and know what they want. And, like, that's a that's a big role. And someone could have took that, anyone, people could have took that on. That could have been a big break for them. And I think, especially. I guess you know they want a big change as well, so yeah. you know someone to really just re- make some new energy. But I think for me, oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna say for me, it's um, it's having people in like obviously system code, like it's having people around and then not even considering them for me. That is the part of the issue where it's like yeah, that should at least be considered. But yeah, that's. Uh, so other than that, this week because uh, we're losing time, Kyle Kyle Lowry. Potential trade rumors heating up. He apparently wants to go to Philadelphia, which is his hometown, his home city. Uh, that'd be uh, that'd be great for Philly, I think. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean. Point guard there. I don't know. Who trade room, That's so. a problem. Like, he's got a large contract too. I think. Also, uh, what, like, I don't know I don't how, know how, how it would work. I don't know how much left to his contract is? Can't be that long. I can have a look. Um... Yeah, I don't want. But yeah, um, that's one of them that, in theory, I'm like, that'd be great. And I think, like, he, I feel like he could be the missing piece that takes them to a title. But Good what day. are they going, but realistically, what are they going to give to get Carl? Like, what to what are we going to accept? Yeah, because they're, they're, to them, they're still in contention. So they're not rebuilding. They, they'll want pieces. Okay, let me have a look. So. Kyle Lowry, where's also so yeah, I think then yeah, not, for Philly the, the trade would have to make sense. Um for Toronto it'd have to make sense. So Kyle Lowry becomes an unrestricted free agent this summer. Oh, there's no point in trading him then. He becomes an well, if, if I'm if I'm Philly, there's no point in trading so much for him. If I'm Philly I, I, I would still trade for him, but the value of the trade would be so because he's unrestricted. That's like I'd be like, do I really the trade want trade value is low? So and so if, the... if if you are Toronto and you yeah. think he's going to leave in this, like, yeah, no. you may as well get something. So what he, what he's doing here is he's making his intentions clear. He's not resigning with Toronto. He wants to go to Philly anyway. It's kind of like what AD did, but it's not in that same level. It's going to be the point of, yeah. you know he's leaving in a year. You know he's leaving this year. So, if you're Philly, don't go too high for him. If you're Toronto, 
you take what you can get from him because anything's better than nothing. And he's basically letting it clear that. And if I'm Philly, I'm probably looking at this season, knowing that it's a bit of a weird season, it's a bit scoffed. And I'm looking and saying, Well, you never know. They might try and trade him for something low, just for some. Yeah, no, I, I try and trade him for something. Yeah, I try and get a, the bargain deal trade I can get. And both teams might try and be able to work that out. But if I'm Philly, I'm like, right, Does he help me. us? Does he help us this year? Like, can he push us to potentially that title? I think. I and think I so. think I think he's that. He could be a missing piece. And I think if I'm Philly, I'm trying something. I know he wants to come here. I know he's going to be happy to come here. So that doesn't make an issue. So I know I can give them anything. and be like, do you want to shake Milton? Do you want to this guy? You know, how about some... Shake Milton wouldn't be a bad... Like, do you wanna... I mean, I wouldn't if I was Philly. I wouldn't. But it's like, it's like a, uh, I'd, be, I'd be just throwing things around like, do you him? Take Danny Green back, please. <laughs> Take Danny, Danny Green. I, you know what? You know what? They might. They just, just might. Tra- just trade Danny Green around like a that last piece of chicken. Like, I don't want it. You know. <laughs> but yeah, I think... Good, but it's not great. I think it'll be something to watch. I think Kyle has been pretty smart with the timing of when he has made the... You know, when these reports have come out and, you know, the... Like, this is very... It's near the end of the trade deadline as well. Mm-hmm. So that's like a... If you want me now, like... <laughs> Make that deal, and the thing is, what he's why he's saying Philly, he's basically made sure that no team that isn't Philly is ever going to trade for him because of the contract situation. Like no team, no team who's not Philly is going to put anything in for Carl Lowry, knowing he's going in about five months. So it's pretty smart, and I think I I, I really want to see, I want to see Carl Lowry at Philly as long as Philly doesn't give up too much because I feel like that. Oh, that team. I mean, I'll right. be honest. I'll be honest. Part of me really wants to see. So, as much as I love the Lakers, I love LeBron. Part of me really wants to see Clippers versus Philly in the finals. I want Doc to just... <laughs> I want that to be a... like Because I just feel like, when you look at like the narratives and shit, it's like... Kawhi versus it's like, Kyle Lowry. His old, yeah. Old, it's just like, there's Toronto links, there's old coach links. It's Ty Lue versus Doc. It's like, oh, you look at that, and then you know put the Paul George comments about... Like, there's like little wrinkles. I think, when you look at like... When you look at like storylines, you know things that like the narratives. You can have LeBron, you can have Lakers, Miami too, with all of Miami healthy. You can have the clip. Like there's loads well, of little like you'd like it to end up that way. I mean, mashallah, mashallah. <laughs> Sunday, please. But yeah, like there's like loads of. I think like when I'm looking at it, I'm like Lakers, Miami two would be great, especially if Miami were knocked off the. If Miami knocked off the Brooklyn. <laughs> Big three beat beat Milwaukee again, and then like beat Philly in the oh, <laughs> just, and then beat Lakers in the fight. Oh my god, I just might just happen. It might just happen. Right. If, if anyone's crazy enough to do it, it's Miami. <laughs> it is. Right. Let's go over team of the weeks, player of the weeks. Any idea, Damien, for you? Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know mine. I know my guys. You, you go. My, um, my team of the week's Miami, of course. Five game winning streak. Beat the Utah Jazz, best team in the league. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Miami. No, that's fair. Without, yeah. without a doubt. And my player of the week is Ben Simmons, who's been playing really well this week. He's been a lot more aggressive. He's scored a lot more points. I mean, Philly are five and five right now, but since Ben, since this week, they've they've been really well. They lost their last game, though, but. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Also, um, okay. wow, everyone's was... roadware record is really shit. 
Famos. No, I feel like part of going away from home is having all those fans just cuss you out, so you can channel that like dickhead in you that just like, oh, hold this, another, another, another like buckets on like a shush. Whereas right now it's kind of like, eh, like I don't think I feel like everyone's just. It wasn't like everyone on the West, a lot of them are like winning a lot of games on the road. Lakers have won more away than ever at home. Spurs as well. I'm convinced Lakers Lakers are just like, yo, what is home court advantage? We will beat you at your time. Clippers have a better road record. Yeah, I think. But I think with the, the Lakers, the Lakers are like, yeah, what's, what is home court advantage? We'll just beat you at yours. You can beat us at ours. And we'll just, who cares? We'll, we'll just go. But uh, um, in terms of team of the week, probably the Clippers. Um, played well. And I think like the, the, this this version of the Clippers, they look so good. Like all the things they were meant to be last year, they started to look like this year. Uh, yeah, well, it's not the playoffs yet. We're still going to wait for playoff peak. You know, and that's and that's why they're the team of this week, not the season. Because I forgot about player, forgot about player P. Sorry, all the things that are meant to be in the regular season this year, last year they are this year. In terms of the playoffs, <laughs> but yeah, um, we'll play, we'll the, play of the week. I, you know, I'm pretty going to choose Randall. I think, oh, yeah, that's fair. I think the way the way things have been played have been great. I think him getting the All Star results not great as well for him. I think I I'm. When the season started, we were looking, you know, like we were looking at like the table and like teams are doing well. I wanted the Knicks to do well, but I had no belief they would because, you know, the past. I also didn't believe Philly would hold on to being good. But the, I'm watching them. They look like a really good team. Like people in New York are now starting to believe they've actually got a good basketball team. I think yeah, after KD, after KD and Kyrie didn't pick Brooklyn, New York fans, well, the Knicks fans were kind of resigned to the fact that they'd be dog shit for the next. Eight to ten years, like they were like, they were like, unless we get a number one draft pick, it's over for us. We didn't get Zion, we didn't get KD, we didn't get Kyrie. But what they've actually done is brought a really decent team who together. And they get, they're getting. You know, I feel like a lot of teams are learning from Miami, whereas culture is becoming a big thing now, like with Phoenix, like with New York. Like yeah. with Chicago, where they're developing there as well. You know, culture is becoming the biggest thing that people want because it's worked yeah. for Miami as last season. But yeah, said. I think, and I think Julius Randall himself is like, I, don't, I looked earlier, like, I, I know he scored, what is that? So, like, last week, because he was going to be my last week when he scored the 44 points. But then this week, he's just been averaging a nice, like, 25, 20, like, he's been 20, 25 ish. Yeah, he's been solid. Yeah, I think I think Any he's been just a driving force. And then when you add that with the All-Star, I think he deserves recognition. So I'm glad I'm I'm actually so glad he got that. But yeah, it's Miami didn't get an All-Star. I know, yeah, I saw that. I was like I'm not gonna lie, I don't blame him. With Butler because, being injured you know, and then Butler, Butler was injured, Bam was gone for a little both of them yeah. was gone for a bit. I don't I, I don't blame him. It's not uh, it's not I a think, snub, I think, but I think it's... I think Jimmy Butler could get in there if someone else had an injury. Yeah. You know what? I'm saying it right now. Butler deserves to be in there more than Vucevic. Oh, yeah, 100%. Maybe not Bam. I don't think Bam's been averaging that much. But Jimmy Butler's been getting triple doubles like no man's business and scoring points. And ever yeah. since he's been back and in the fold. Plus, as a Miami really fan, do you really care if they're in the All Star this year? Like, no. You might get an extra day's rest and shit. You're no, good. I don't, I don't... Yes, exactly. You know what? Right. That's going to play out so well. Yeah, like. 
you want to run and then the, you're on the run. I actually didn't think about that. I actually didn't think about that. Now I'm thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, this is sick. You're on a run and then you get a little break where you guys get. I think with Miami is a break for Miami is going to be clutch for them where everyone gets because you know that with players like Jim Butler, you guys are coming together and just in your head working, working out what to do. So late in the season, like with the LA Lakers, they're the they're the teams that spent so long. But the LA Lakers, they're they're forced to rest AD because of an injury, Mm -hmm, and LeBron, who's also already complained that. It was supposed to be rest for me. Like I, I've only, I only had like seventy something days. Like, come on, give me uh, something. Miami, Miami are like, yep. Uh, we get a few more days. Exactly, yeah. And those few days can be critical, especially because they're in both of them teams have the least rest from the finals. Like, <laughs> any rest you might can get is critical. So it's not a bad thing. It's one of them. But like, it's a nice thing to be recognized. But if you can get away with. Getting more rest, I'm sure some players will I'm take sure the rest. you get recognized for winning a championship. I'm, I'm sure, get. I'm sure some players were looking at their all star thing like, I'm not in a couple of days sleep. There we go. Training, thank god, <laughs> thank god for that. You imagine <laughs> then, someone like Devin Booker just, yeah, I was gonna say, that's that bullet. Woo, I'm not in, I mean, just a text. god, fuck. he's like, Yes, I'm out. Ha, he's scores all the Twitter like he's been snubbed. He's like, Ha, well, I'm the yeah? You're the commissioner, it's your pick. Like you can literally pick anyone you wanted to be in the All Star game when a player gets injured. You should have just, you should have just went, "Yo, Doc Rivers, you remember when you?" Call all the Philly players. It has to be a, it has to be, it has yo, to be yo, a player. It has yo, to Doc, be remember eight. you annoyed me. I'm a, all your Philly players are in the starting. I'm like what? <laughs> They're all playing all the minutes. Just <laughs> say. Oh, other than Alex Caruso, who's a fucking meme in this league right now? I think that's it. Like Jesus Christ. I remember when Brian Scalabrini was in there. White Mom. Big yeah, Baby. No. Petunia. Really... Big Baby. But now, um, I don't really think there is that much, I think. Perkins, you know. If they were still in the league, I'd pick them. You know what's funny? This, in this, in this, in this. Taco. They should, he should have picked Taco. Okay, yeah, talk about what I think in this year it's weird because some of the mean some of the some of the players that are memes are just good players. Like Caruso's decent, yeah. Like Caruso's decent. People laugh at Lonzo, but he's actually just like actually. actually de- I think LeBron gets mean more than I've seen anyone else, and it's confusing for me. I'm like, do you know who he is? <laughs> like, but yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, Devin Booker made the most sense. I would have called up like I don't know anyone. I'd have been like, Yo, Mello, jump on on the computer, <laughs> just just do something. So pick call and calling Adam Silver like, please don't pick me. Just, just please, please imagine, don't pick me. Imagine him calling you like, okay, you made the also. No, I haven't. <laughs> no, 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 you made it. Come off my line. <laughs> I'm not playing in that fucking game. Yeah, play. Do what they do about the NBA logo. It's Jerry yeah. West. No, it's not. No, it's not. You're an all star. <laughs> no, I'm not. I have not. Yeah, that'd be sick. That'd be the perfect way. <laughs> Avoid it at all costs. Avoid. Right. That's been this week's episode of the Time Out Podcast, guys. So, I think we're going to have to take a time out. See ya. The goddamn glucose, the goddamn... Thank you. <laughs>